Welcome to Come to the Cookout, where you are all invited to join us. There's a little something for everyone, whether you want to take a big bite out of what's cooking on the grill, or just a little parch and need some tea, or just want a little something sweet. Don't worry, we keep raisins out of our potato salad. And hopefully, you'll leave with a plate full, even if you ain't bring nothing. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Come to the Cookout. On this week's episode, I'm your host, Tzombin Cleave, but y'all can call me T. And I'm joined by Brooklyn. You ready? Because I'm ready. Let's go get it. You hungry? You thirsty? You need just a little something sweet? Welcome to Come to the Cookout. Uh, what are we talking about this week? Well, you know, I'm a jet set of it, so I'm out to a red state. Arizona. Don't like that. It's going to be hot. Mm-mm. So that's what I'm getting ready for. So, but I'm still tired as normal. It is, it's, it's, it's the same shit, just a different pile as my mother well, would Well, I mean, say. that's because it's a day in the, in the word day. <laughs> that's every day. That, I don't know if that's actually, if that math. Competes. I mean, the math is math for me because any day that isn't the word day, I'm tired because there's not enough hours <laughs> in the day. Jail, who are you telling? What's on the grill? Well, I know that I wanted to start off with, um, I know last week we talked about, um, you know, the incident at the Oscars, and I don't want to rehash that too much, but it's just reminding me with everything that's happened this week, um, just the overall disrespect towards Black women. I don't understand it. Because in every argument that has come out, was Will right, was Will wrong, was should it was just a joke, blah, blah, blah. No one is asking about Jada. Mm. Like, she was the butt of a joke regarding her medical, a medical condition that she can't, she can't control. And just the disrespect of the comedian that told the joke knowing uh you know she's been vocal about it since 2018 so it's you know it's not it wasn't hidden um and this particular comedian made a whole documentary about black hair interviewing black women with alopecia and the stigma that comes with it and you know the 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 woman in particular that he interviewed was talking about how she didn't want to wear wigs because she didn't want to feel like she was hiding a part of herself. Mm. Um, and it just, I just think not not only this particular incident, but I just think about black women in the media and in just life in general having to deal with disrespect from. The public en masse from black men in the in their own community from you know women that emulate their look and then degrade their look at the same time when it's on them like you know full lips and big asses weren't a thing or are talked about when they're on black women but then when you have someone emulate that it becomes a standard of beauty yeah, that's a that's a tough one for me. I think when I think about women, especially black women, 
I heard someone uh, so much commentary between the last two weeks when it comes to this this topic. One of the things that that someone was saying on one of my sports takes, which I thought was so poignant, was he sat there and said, for black women to come to terms with wanting to wear their natural hair, that's a calculated choice. Because as you know, and we've talked about in the past, is like there's laws still being written on the books in 2022 of our Lord, giving people the right to wear their natural hair, which to me just sounds asinine, that you could be fired, you could be reprimanded, you could have some sort of negative uh, altercation come to you, all because of how the follicles are grown out of your own scalp. I mean, even in the, um, I actually haven't seen the movie, but I know that Venus and Serena talk about it. Um, their their decision to wear the beads in their hair was a conscious decision because they were told they shouldn't or they couldn't yeah. because it would affect the way they play or it would distract other players and they're like this is our hair this is how we wear our hair it was a decision that we yeah. made and I, there's plenty of stories where black kids are <laughs> their hair is being cut in school by teachers that could be me chap like there, I remember a couple months ago, there was a there was a an athlete. He was a wrestler, and he was at a meet. A this wasn't like practice, or he had, he had trained, he practiced. He was at a national meet and was told that he couldn't wrestle unless he cut his hair, and they cut his hair on the mat. Do you know I would burn that place to the ground if I if I sent my beautiful child with his full lock of hair that grew from his head knowing I've been I'm getting heated to think about that I'm getting upset just thinking about it I've been growing my locks for 11 years mm-hmm. if I sent my child to school and he has mm-hmm. worn this hair and is now at a meet for the sport that he has practiced for and is like at the top of his uh, class you know and they cut his hair on the mat and burn it to the ground. Burn it to the ground. No, you're not. See, no, I, it's just a little trim. Yeah. Didn't they ask for it? Mm-mm. Yeah, I think for me, when we think about black women, kind of going back to what I was talking about a moment ago, it's like once you make that calculated decision, right? You also then have to think about the flip side. If they decide not to wear natural hair, all of the things that they have to go through for maintenance and upkeep. And we've talked about hair, I feel like, a million times because we both have long hair. You have your ear locks. Me with my curly hair that will lock up once a week unless I, until it's wash day. So I'm not going to get into that today. But I think it it's just so frustrating to me that... I think I think what bothers me the most is when we think about what happened, and it's just been bothering me as we've been talking about or like we talked about last week, I think what bothers me is if that was another woman, let's say um, a white woman, I personally don't believe that the joke would have gone over like it did, if you will, right? Like 
it's it's so interesting that we it's the same thing that we talked about when it was um miss jackson excuse me the honorable judge jackson interviewing right it's like that didn't happen to amy coney barrett not saying that it should have or not saying that her interview process should be any different than amy but it's like the black women are always put on literally the grill which is what where we are right now sizzling and really bending over backwards just to just to prove themselves normally right whereas like if this was the oscars and it was a white woman i can't remember her name but um the actress with ms if that was an ms joke do you think chris rock would have been allowed to like there would have been laughs or would it have been absolutely boots? not well i mean that joke wouldn't have, wouldn't have been uh, clear because again all those jokes are vetted by the academy first and foremost like yes you can't control what's coming out of his mouth in the moment, but the jokes are pre-written. It's not like he thought that up yeah. off the cuff. The, the jokes are written and vetted by the Academy, and then and then a room full of people were like, oh yeah, that's a cool joke. That's cool. That's good to, to degrade a black woman on national television. I didn't watch the entire show, but the jokes that I did see from the host, at least and I mean, all of, I don't. I'm not a big fan of Amy Schumer in general, but like all of her jokes were just like baseless. And I can't stand her. But like she made a joke about um, Kirsten Dunst being a feet filler, and I'm like, first off, the fact that she hasn't won an Academy Award yet is she been she been working hard since Interview with a Vampire. She's not a feet. Yeah. That's why we need white on white crime. I need her to get up there and slap her. Just you go slap her. I, you know what? I'm so tired of this will and and the slap as it's been deemed and called that I hope I never have to see a slap anywhere again. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I'm just I'm ready Stay for tuned. the next the next trend because this this is going on enough for me. It's all it's all over everywhere and. It's, all the commentary that anyone is talking about. Like, what's the next? Let's jump on another bandwagon. Speaking of bandwagons, you were telling me earlier that Bruce Willis, he has some sort of diagnosis? Oh, uh, yeah. Bruce Willis is actually uh, retiring from acting because he was diagnosed with uh, aphasia. And can you explain for the listeners? Because I'm, I'm a little... I'm, this is not a typical disease I hear a lot. What is what is aphasia? So aphasia is... Aphasia is a medical condition. It's a loss of ability to understand or express speech caused by brain damage. So he basically is going to lose his ability to communicate over time because it's a Really? And like there are so many other people who I wish could lose the will, to, the ability to speak. Lindsey Graham in particular. Mitch mm. McDonald's, yeah, funny. Uh, that's, that's sad. Oh my gosh. Uh, green. All of them. Um, but yeah. Wow. That's. He is. Uh, I mean, he's had such a lustrous career too. So. Hmm. Yeah. I wonder how that is going to play out in the, the long term. You know. I feel like he was recently in something. So his most recent film, Fortress, which I don't know, but he has ten projects that are coming out, or either coming out or film this year. So he's getting it all in. That actually leads me to a, a, a interesting conversation I wanted to chat with you about. It's like, with something like that, right? 
he know like it puts an emphasis on time as being limited, right? As far as like you know, we always think we're gonna live forever, whatever the case may be. But that diagnosis kind of puts perspective and says, "No, Mofo, you got about I don't know if the doctor said if it's something that he can predict." six years, seven years, whatever, or just the fact that you know that over time you are going to lose some of your, you said, motor skills, correct? And the ability to communicate. Would you rather have no, or would you rather just wake up and not have it? I'd rather know because like, then you can plan your life to live it to the fullest with the time that you have. Because I see so many, so many uh, shows where like someone will get diagnosed with something and they won't tell them. And then you're, the, the person is left knowing something is wrong, but not having the knowledge to like live out their life to the fullest. I actually just watched an episode of Station 19 and this... I was about to say, please don't say Grey's Anatomy because I was about to throw this phone. Uh, but go ahead, Station I watched 19. an episode of Station 19 and this older man walked into the fire station because they have like a mobile medical unit for the community. Um, and the reason that he went to the fire station was because he knew that he, he like things weren't right, his body wasn't the same. There was also like a language barrier because he was uh, Korean, I believe. Um, but he, mm-hmm. he goes there and like the firemen checks him out, and um, they realize the symptoms are cancer. Um, and so they the the older man's son comes and because he, he's wandered away like he's not like losing his mind but he's like he's like gone somewhere for help right. and the son as they're explaining to him what they determined he's like we know it's it's uh, stage four inoperable blah 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 we haven't told him and the the firefighters are just like dumbfounded like they can't tell him because they're not his caregivers um, and they're not medical professionals so they're, they're, they can't give a diagnosis because they're not doctors um, but they're just like they wanted him but why couldn't I'm confused why couldn't they tell them that they were they were treating him or they were treating someone else they, the, well they're not they're not like EMS they're not they they have medical training but they you can't just you can't diagnose someone if you're a firefighter. But if you, so how do they know that they he had know cancer? that they were able to determine the symptoms, like the the things that they that he had, and then right, right. they went to tell the, the the son because they were like, these are the symptoms that we we see, we believe it might be this. You should get him to a hospital. He was like, we know it's stage four cancer. We haven't told him. Oh, let me tell you something. If I had something wrong and and y'all and other people knew and nobody told me, I I guess I would not be livid, but in my mind, I feel like I would be livid. Well, like you just live your life your whole time, you the rest of your life thinking, I know that there's something wrong with my body, and why why do I feel like this every day? So you just wake up dead one day. Let me tell you, I would I'm losing it just thinking about it. That just sounds. I don't even understand. That sounds cray cray. I mean, well, I, yeah. Because, well, I mean, like stage four, you can't yeah, do nothing were, with it. He was so. saying that they didn't tell him because there is no treatment for it. And he, if they told him, then he would feel like he was a burden on the family. 
so they would rather him just live his life and then you know when it's his time to pass away pass away than to live the rest of his life worried that he is a burden on his family oh well that's too bad well i wish bruce a very healthy busy work schedule for the next few years and hope that it's not as um as debilitating as they say it is because that sounds very saddening i can't imagine not being able to be in in control of my own function so i can't imagine uh last week the a bill passed in uh in the house and was signed into law by the president and it has been a long time by the president signed signed a law um and it's a long Uh time coming and there's been a lot of is student loan debt finally gonna be done? Yay, student debt gonna be forgiven. No, no, we're, not, we're not doing that. What you mean, no? That, that's not what we're talking about. Oh. Um, the lynch, anti-lynching that's bill true. was finally passed. Signed into law by President I'm sorry? So, lynching? Yes, lynching is now a hate crime. Has the definition changed? No. So it's still a hanging? Yeah. But before, and you it said, wasn't a hate crime. Before you could do it. What do you mean? I don't know how that's not clear. When you say that it's not a hate uh-huh. crime. Now, I, it's been a while since I've been in history. However, when I was in history, let me think back. Lynching was very popular. I'm going to use the word popular, even though it shouldn't have been popular, but it happened a lot during slavery times so you would usually lynch someone of melanin Mm -hmm. i don't remember hearing a ton of non-melanin people being hung whether that being the native americans whether that be african-american slaves i I don't know uh, even some mexicans if i remember people that hate generally hate all people there's usually like a blanket of people with any kind of melanin so you know I don't know if the Native Americans will lynch them out because they have their own atrocities that could be occurred to them. Um, so, but who's who's to know? Like, you know, they might be and you know equal opportunity lynchers out there. I think what's catching what's get, catching me is that it happened a lot during slavery and post-slavery and the civil yeah. rights movement when people were. Um, uh, when the Ku Klux Klan was very prominent, and that was like their go-to move: burn a cross and hanging, and hanging black folks uh, from trees. Um, you almost slipped up there, Chad. <laughs> no, I, don't, I don't say that way. I don't say that way. I know, but I, I could, I could see it through your, through your mind, Chad. I saw the, I saw the gears turning, Chad. But yeah, no, it just passed. It was just signed. That sounds to me, I don't want to say a long time coming like Sam Cooke, but I'm not even going to give you two claps or a snap. Like, I'm, unfortunately, I'm not going to celebrate that because we shouldn't be hanging Negroes in 2022. Period. We were hanging them last year, so I don't know what to tell you. Well, it's funny you brought that up because one of the things that I saw come across my timeline after we left last week, this politician, according to the Seattle Times, the failed 
gubernatorial candidate Lauren Culp is under intense fire after publicly calling for a black man to be lynched and for judges and prosecutors to be gunned down. So I guess earlier this month, uh, there was a gentleman by the name of Alexander J who was arrested and charged with felony assault for pushing a 62-year-old 62-year-old woman down a flight of stairs at a train station. As a result, obviously the woman suffered some broken ribs, a broken collarbone, and Jay is said to be a repeated violent offender of this nature. Now, in response to the news, Culp took to Twitter, which again, Twitter, I love to death. However, it just is an outlet for some people who just don't have no, no coof, you see? Uh, and this is what he had the nerve to say. He tweeted, get a rope, exclamation point. Not only for the low-life scumbag who did this, but for the worthless judges and prosecutors who continually let this happen by turning violent criminals back out to make new victims. Then he followed up with, no rope, firing squad, and I'll volunteer for it. Well, let me tell you something, Mr. Lauren Culp. If there is a firing squad, you are going to be in front of those bullets. Because we, as you just heard from Mr. T, are not going to be allowing any lynching in 2022. So I asked a little bit facetiously earlier when I said we don't do lynching anymore. But this is where I see we are still having these problems in 2022 of people thinking that is a proper way to handle your anger? Because, I mean, yes, this person did something incorrect and is going to jail and pay a price for that. Why do you feel that the punishment should be something inhumane? Well, see, I feel like this would be one of the first people that would also say in response to any backlash about what he said, freedom of speech, which, yes, you have the free in this country. America, the United States of, you have freedom of speech. Because I think people get that confused because I, I, a lot of bitches will travel and think they have those freedoms, and that's not the case. Like, you go to some countries and you can say, what, say whatever you, you want, and you can get shot in the face. Get locked the fuck up. Um, but here in America, the United States of, you have the freedom to say what you want. Freedom of speech. However, that does not absolve you from the repercussions of those words. Words. Please note, see Chris Rock last week. Carry on. Words have meaning, words have power, <laughs> and the consequences of your actions will make result in a slap on the face or loss of a job or a number of different things. So I hope that what you had to say was important enough. Well, I, I forgot to mention he was the chief of police. A former chief of police. T, please don't hide your shock on that revelation. Uh, now, the question that I really had in response to the racist request, I bet you thought people got their pitchforks. I'm sure you thought all these things. Well, uh, you'd be wrong, buddy, because no one from the Republican Party rebuffed anything this man had to say. No one on Fox News hyperventilated over the extremist approach. No one, I think... I don't want to say no one cared, but no one batted an eye. So it appears to me, at least, that the party of January 6th, this is what they stand for. Because not more than, I think, on the on the 29th, so like literally right when we ended last week, he posted a picture with him and the old president of last, of last year. 
saying together we're going to stand up for America, blah, 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 blah. I don't want to get into that. How is it that these are people? I, I, I don't know why I'm baffled. I, I go back and forth because like I told you a couple of weeks ago, I'm like, you shouldn't be surprised. I, in my heart of hearts, know that America is a great country, give or take. But when I see shit like this, I there's no mental evaluation. There's no rehab, reform. There's no help for people like this. And I don't know how... I don't I don't know how to fix this. Because, of course, you know me. I was like, well, let me go see what people are saying. Because, of course, I don't expect Fox News to say shit, right? And I was shocked by uh, this person that said, I agree with this man. He's a career criminal who's done this before. What if he pushed your mother down a flight of stairs? You'd be looking to kill him, too. I want to be clear. Lord Culp was not related to this person in, in any fashion or manner. Not to mention, we have laws in place to address things of this nature. So why would you go to the extreme? And secondly, why is no one calling this out? I am just shocked well, and that appalled. Because the, the idea that our justice system is innocent until proven guilty does not apply to people of color. It's funny that you saying on one hand, we're getting this to be a hate crime. But on the other hand, you have bitches out here saying, let's lynch people left and right. So make it make sense. Because again, I thought we were in 2022. But again, people want to make America go backwards again. And go back to the 50s, 60s, and 70s where life was a completely different cause. So I wish I had something else to say to that, but... I, I don't. I don't. I, we are living in a time that is unique in the fact that we take one step forward and three steps back. Like, I know history repeats itself, but the wrong thing, like, how about we bring bell bottoms back? How about that? I, that I don't mind. Bring, let that repeat itself. I don't need a lynching and a slavery to come back because, I mean, I feel like it's coming up time we need to re-ratify the amendment because you don't have to vote on that amendment after a certain time well that's the yes because that's why the the voting rights acts have voting right acts have lapsed and therefore why our voting rights for African Americans has not been protected and why we're trying to pass the new one however here we are uh, praying and wishing that people will just listen to us. So one day, one day, you know what? Oh, I'm a little parched. Oh, you got anything to drink? Chat. I keep crying. No tears, just tea. Uh, okay. So, you know, I was on social media as I, as I do in the the TikToks. That's the only social media you well, be, be on. Stop on lying. Instagram and Twitter. I'm still trying to, uh-uh. trying to build my brand mm-hmm. over here. Don't, don't, don't be calling me out. You don't know my life. <laughs> but anyway, I was on social media and I was like flipping through and uh-huh. something came across my feed and I don't 
I tried to verify the validity of it, so I don't know if it's true or not. Um, I, I did see that the item that I'm going to talk about, the patent for this item was uh, granted in, I believe, 1910. There is a rumor that, okay, so you know how women wear false eyelashes, right? Drag, the, the, That's what people say. Queens, the, the glamorous women, everyday women, they wear the false eyelashes to, you know, accentuate their features or whatever. Um, so there is a rumor or it may be a wise tale that do you know who created the false eyelashes originally? Allegedly. Because I wasn't able to substantiate like the origin of the eyelash. Like I said, the patent for the eyelash was granted in 1910, but that doesn't mean that they weren't inspired by something else. Um, but allegedly, the false eyelash was created by a French prostitute in the 1800s, the late 1800s, and she called them cumbrellas. Well, I mean, in a woman in her line of work, I understand where she's coming from because she was trying to make sure not to get anything in her eyes, is what I'm going to say, and leave it at that. Because if that's what she calls them, Back then, she must have had a ton of issues with that. You I see, mean, you don't. That shit burns. <laughs> I mean, to each their own, child. Because that's how. I mean, that's how people get pink eyed, all kind of crazy shit. You got to watch where you be spraying shit sometimes. I'm just saying. But yeah, that just took with me. Um, like I said, I don't know the validity of it. Like I said, the the patent was granted in 1910, but um, you know, everything comes from somewhere. Didn't think I've been inspired, you know, because the, the patent for the uh, eyelashes were like for the eyelash with the, the strip so that it's like able to easily to apply. You have to start somewhere. Interessante. That is very interesting. Well, I have some news on my side. Uh, I know sports. The sports world. Can I tell you? I know you're not a sports person, but you know how I live for sports and like am on sports. I follow all day, sports, day. but I enjoy them. You'll watch it if a game is on, but you ain't like, oh, I need to go oh, see no, what's happening with the no. score. You ain't on the ESPN app. You ain't on the Bleacher Report app. Like, check it out. Rumors and shit. You ain't following check it the like sports that. sports section on my Twitter feed. If it comes, yeah, way back. So, we were talking about your good friend Tom Brady not too long ago, right? You remember he retired and we were, we were sitting here saying. Wow. And then the motherfucker said, oh, just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. I'm coming back. Because, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry? No, you didn't I didn't hear about that? Tazan, where have you been? Oh, my Lord. He announced he was coming back back in early What's March. Name, he was gone. For... See, it was it, it was breaking news. Like, what do you mean? So, yes, it was. I'm trying to tell you, It was on every page because everybody was like, this motherfucker here. Um, well... We're, that's not even what this is about. What's it about is so uh, we had talked a few weeks back about having black head coaches and things of that nature, right? So there has always been this rumor. See, I'm going to give you some tea behind the shade. We talked about not too long ago about black coaches. Remember Brian Flores? Yeah. He was suing yeah, the yeah. NFL about hiring things of that nature. Well, he got a job too, FYI. I'm sure you didn't know that since you didn't know Tom Brady was <laughs> back. And Tom Brady's a, a clip, so I know you don't know about the little things. The funny thing is, right after we ended the podcast last week, Bruce Arians, again, I know you don't know who Bruce Arians, he's sometimes referred to as B.A., and he is the coach 
of the Buccaneers, which I mean, again, the Buccaneers, I know the Buccaneers is are. the team. Oh, I had to, I had to double check because I don't want to assume shit now. He is actually going to quote unquote go to the front office, quote unquote step down, quote unquote retire. Which again, everyone thinks because, like I said, Tom and him don't get along, which is kind of just odd. Um, however, what the what is interesting about this story is that offensive coordinator Todd Bowles will actually be not an interim head coach, but they actually hired him as a head coach for the next five years. So the great news here is we only currently have, I think, two black coaches, like head coaches. The good news here is that usually when black coaches get a head coaching job, unfortunately, they have to do it. They have to turn around the system quickly. Like you have about one year, possibly two, and then you're getting fired, which is the same thing that happened with Brian Flores. He had the Dolphins for two years. He was actually making good moves or like actually making a uh, some headway. And his obviously owner was like, get the fuck out of here, right? Now... The great news is that Todd Bowles is going to actually inherit a pretty, I don't want to say stacked team, but a pretty well-oiled team with the GOAT and uh, football, Tom Brady as your quarterback. So it's going to be very interesting to see what happens over the next couple of years for him. Um, but I'm actually kind of excited to like see this change and, and wanted to kind of get your thoughts about it. Now that I brought you up to speed with what's happening in the NFL. I don't really have any thoughts because none of that, like, sounds appealing to me at all. Like, I, I don't really care about the coaches. You're not going to root for the Buccaneers? I don't really Buccaneers. care about the coaches at all. Oh, I mean, but the coaches are the ones that win the game. I would never remember. They plan and they... I would never remember a coach's name, ever. So you don't know who Bill Belichick is? I mean, I know I, I know of the name. I know of him, but it could... Could I point him out in a lineup? Absolutely not. Tiza, I cannot with you. You know what? We're going to let it go. The other NFL news that I wanted to share with you, because, again, this is my little sports section, is um, in regards to Brian Flores, like we were talking about earlier in the Rooney rule, uh, which is making sure that they hire a minority person. Well, they're going to make some updates to the Rooney rule that includes some additions to minority. So the NFL is going to expand the Rooney rule to include women. So now diversity. As far as minority is concerned. Why? So I'm sorry. That shouldn't that that shouldn't Um, be a metric for my for minority. You should hire women, but that shouldn't that shouldn't include the be included in the metric for minority. I'm so all over the place with this one because it's like the Rooney rule for those who don't remember was established in 2003. The whole purpose of it was to stipulate that out of the 32 clubs or the 32 teams that they must interview at least two people of color when seeking to fill a prominent position in order to comply with policy. So starting next year or 2022, the 2022 season that two people being interviewed now could be two black people it could be two uh, people of minority status or excuse me, two people, two biracial people, or it could be two women, or it could be one and one. I just don't understand why gender is included in the diversity. You should just be, you should, uh, women should just have the opportunity mm-hmm. to, to interview regardless. Like, that shouldn't be part of the metrics. 
Correct. I mean, San Francisco 49ers has a, a female assistant coach and a female, I think, defensive somebody coach. Yes. Go ahead. So what they're basically saying is if, if, so if we just, if we hire or if we interview a bunch of white women, then we are covered because that is included in the diversity rule. Well, uh, yes, that would, according to these rules, uh, the NFL believes that the addition of women to the policy will encourage the further identification and development of women candidates and the ability to provide them additional opportunity to interview for open positions. My only concern with that is, like I just stated, San Francisco has women coaches, so they didn't have a problem. Like, I'm just confused. I'm just very confused. Because if it wasn't for Todd Bowles today, we would technically still have the one black that has been in head coaching since I want to say for at least 15 years in Pittsburgh. Everyone else has, gets one year or two years and then they get fired like Brian does. So it's going to be interesting. I, I want to see what happens next year in 2023 when women aren't being interviewed as well. Will there be, will there be vitriol and will there be a, let's take up our arms and go fight for women to be interviewing or, and I'm also interested to see what the candidate pool looks like. Does this dilute it where there's more women candidates? Like, I mean, do you get a two for one if it's a minority female? I, I, I don't know. I feel like it should be diluted because it's, it needs to stop. It, this is a boys club mentality for every avenue of every industry is just it's played out. It's just old. It's just old. Like, come, yeah. Can we get new, fresh ideas from women, people of color, and keep it moving? Yeah. I do have one sports thing. Oh, look at you! Come on, sports. Let me find out what you got. Oh, you about to knock my socks off? Come on, so I heard that oh. our friend Kaepernick had a workout with the Seahawks. Yes. So uh, let, let yes, me tell you. Did. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Now. Yes, he did. Now you know who that now, is. Yes, I know who Kaepernick is. Colin Kaepernick. Yes. Okay, I just have to tell you. <laughs> if he gets on the team, I knew he did. That will be my. Team. I don't care where it is. And I will support. I I will watch every game because what they, what you're not going to do is punish this man for having morals and sticking up for his community, and and then not let him play the sport that he's meant to play. So if he gets on a team, I that that will become. I don't care who else is in in the league. I don't. And I have other players that I that I appreciate, but if he gets on a team, that's my team. Point blank. I didn't. I didn't want to go here because this is gonna make us get all serious out. Um, but I think it's lip service. If I'm if I'm being honest, um, if we're being honest, if you think about, for example, you remember Michael Jordan, the Chicago Bulls. Mm-hmm. He retired a couple of times, right? He came back. That second time he came back, he wasn't as good as he used to be. Kaepernick hasn't been in the in the NFL since 2016. If I could ask you, and maybe you remember, do you know why he's no longer in the NFL? Because he took a stand for uh, police brutality and kneeled for the flag. Great. 
So with that being said, I'm torn on two sides. One, has what he stood for, has it changed? No. So then the first thing that anybody that is interviewing him is going to ask, I would assume, is are you going to stand for the national anthem or are you know are you going to whatever they're going to ask but they're going to ask in a way how are you going to perform during the national anthem I would assume right this is my question if he comes back let's I'm going to give you that he came back do you think he loses respect if he stands during the national anthem now from a subset of people I I don't know. I don't know. I I have I on okay, on the flip side. I'm no, sorry. I was going to say I believe I don't believe that he would stand personally. But I don't know. Okay. So then on that because the flip my next question was going to be if he continued his stance and continued to kneel during the national anthem, do you think certain people would be upset? Yes, they would continue to be upset. So my question, I guess, would be is, in my opinion, what has really changed since he's left the league? I would say he could, I would, I, I think he's still a great player. I, I'm not, I don't want to take anything away from him. My only concern is from a business standpoint, if you bring him back, you know that there's going to be, I don't want to say a circus around it, but there's going to be cameras all day, every day. Especially that first game, what is he going to do? The minute he does, to your point, which I would assume he would do as well, because police brutality has not gotten better, is that he would automatically get backlash. Every press conference would not be about the game and what the score was and if they won or lost, but more about political issues. And I know the NFL is trying to really make it a... uh, not a fun league, but really trying to make it different in a way that, not to be funny, doesn't make people feel bad and think about race and politics. I think that's the issue. So I personally think it's BS in the, in the, in the long run because the Seahawks head coach just was like, Oh, we're going to try him. Like the way he's been talking is just out of both sides of his mouth. So I think it's just bullshit in my personal I can see that argument and I I don't disagree. But if he were to get on the team, that would become my team. Yeah, I mean, I'm rooting for him. I mean, I I feel like I was shocked that he, if he really wanted to play, that the the new league, the U.S., uh, uh, USFL, which starts in April, like, or excuse me, starts in like two weeks. Um, if that one, he would join, because that would be a great draw. There's eight teams and that could help also get that league off the ground. And maybe he asked for ownership or something like something that could really make a, make a difference. Because with a new league, you could actually set parameters around race and what that, that football league will do to help brutality, police brutality uh, reform and things of that nature. I don't even know what that is. Oh, I'm so sorry. The USFL is a new football league that starts on the 15th. 
Uh, they have eight teams right now. The names are horrible, but eight teams like the Generals and the horrible names. Um, but again, it's a it's a new league. We this is like the fifth time that we've tried to have a secondary football league. It always fails, but I'm fingers crossed that it that it actually will stay around this time. But, well, here's hoping that we see Mr. Kaepernick, or brother Kaepernick, in a n- lucky number seven sometime soon because. I think he could. I think he could kill it. I think he still has it. So. Um, okay. Raises in the potato salad. You don't see that every day. What irks me this week: people not allowing women to live their best life and eat, drink, and be merry. Without assuming shit. So she recently had to go to Twitter to shut rumors down that she was being expecting a baby. Why? Now, I know because a girl got a little, I don't know, was looking thick. Who the fuck knows? But people are so psycho about wanting to be first to drop a story that they go to these lengths to either a say a person is pregnant or in the or in the face of my queen Beyonce sit there and say that she wasn't pregnant even though she had to show y'all bitches like here is my fucking stomach right so it's like why can't y'all let her just be like it, it I just don't even know I don't even know where to begin because it's just frustrating that women can't live their lives well, I feel like it goes into the entitlement that we feel as a consumable public for instant gratification. That is a celebrity. Mm-hmm. I need to know everything about them. She looks like she's gained some weight. She's got to be pregnant. And plus, people are just, like you said, people are just so quick to release information because they want to be the first without verifying any of any of that information. I mean, I do have to say, like, I know people are trying to come for her because I don't know if you are aware, because I know you don't always keep up to date with with pop culture, but she was recently, it was recently revealed that she had a whole wedding, whole yeah. ass wedding, and didn't tell nobody. Like, they didn't even know she had a boo, let alone, like, she tied the knot. And that's the way to do it. That's her business. That's, if that's I her wanted business. you to know, I would have told you. I, I'm not Kim Kardashian. I'm not selling tickets to my wedding. Just let these ladies be. Stop being in their shit. Like, let them live their life. And let's have a good time. Like, I don't understand why we have to keep going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth with bitches who don't want to, who don't know what they're doing. Like, how what, How about you? What, how is your uterus doing before you worry about somebody else's? How's your scale looking? Why? Oh, you haven't stepped on it? So how about you do that before you worry about Issa? That's all I got to say. That's all I got to say. Get your house in order before you compromise. Exactly. Another thing that bothered me this week. So, I, okay. Speaking of social media, I live for TikTok. When I get on, have you seen su- Support Court? No. Oh, wait, my wait, God. Is that the it one is... where they, talk, they are going over, uh, like, uh, child support uh, adjustments and that? Yes. 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 Oh my God. So yesterday evening I was uh, doing something and I got sidetracked on support court for like a good 40 minutes. And there are some really good cases. What is fascinating to me about support court, and I'll get to what irks me in a second, is that 
a lot of times, I would say, not a lot of times, let me take it back. Half the time, it's men taking women to court to do things. And I thought that was kind of, it's a very interesting thing. Like, I'll give you some, the three that I saw yesterday that had me rolling. One was the girl had left the child at 11 months old and has not done anything. And the child is now 10 years old. And she, she ain't done, paid nothing. And the and like the lady was like, "Don't you think?" And she was like, "That's his baby. Like I feed him." And and she was like, "That's parenting." Or, or or the girl was like, "Well, if I take her to the to I guess she has like a play or something drama." She was like, "The judge was like in a car." She was like, "That's parenting. Like you don't get a discount for taking the child to and from somewhere, bitch. Like get out of here." Another one was a man who was paying five hundred dollars a month to this lady. When his mother was watching the child. And I said, what? And he was like, yeah. He was like, I w- I'm coming to court not to even ask for more money from, like, ask for money from her. But just instead of the money going to my ex-baby mama or to my baby mama, I would rather it go to my mother who is who is raising the child and the child lives with. And she was like, why is the child don't, doesn't live with you? And he was like, I wanted to get a, a better job, which was in another school district. And I didn't want to take her out of the school district that she was in when she was in the the best part of her learning development. And I'm like, look at these good fathers standing up. Do you know the judge turned around and said, and ma'am, what are you doing? And she was like, I spend the money on the child. And she was like, clothes and stuff don't count. And so she ended up having the mother pay the the grandmother money too. And I was like, oh, she be be getting them together. What was the one that you saw? I'll just do the those one that two. I saw was uh, again. It was a, a a man who had brought uh, the one uh, the woman to court, and I'm not going to say she was bitter, but she just seemed really bitter from like all of her interactions, even with the judge. But anyway, so he he uh, apparently he had at one point he had made really good money, and so he was like he was making like six figures or whatever, but um with the pandemic and everything he had lost that job and he it would take him a little bit to get back on his feet so he went from making like 100 plus a year to making seven i think i think he was like i think he said he was like at 70 65 70,000 a year um but he was paying for uh daycare he was paying for the uh his they were on his health insurance um and they stayed they and he had he had them i think it was like four out of the four out of seven days a week uh, and so but he was paying he was still paying the hundred thousand plus child support because it hadn't gotten gotten adjusted and so like he had made he had he was like i i pay make these payments because you know it's court ordered and you know these are my kids so i have to, i you know i have to do this for my kids but i can't sustain this because i don't make that money anymore and so, like, she had made a point of being like, you know, he's just he's just lazy. If he wanted, he could get another job. He's like, she's like, I make a hundred thousand dollars a year as a real estate agent. Uh, yes, I saw that one. Yes. And so yes. the judge came back yes. and was like, "Wait a minute, now you said you make a hundred thousand dollars a year." She's like, "Well, that depends." On- it was actually a hundred and eighty, hundred and eighty thousand. Oh. She was like one seventy, whatever. She I remember. Like, yes. Well, you know, it depends on if I put that. She's like, "Ah, uh-uh, we're not going on. It depends." You said on record. You just said yeah, so we're mm-hmm. going to calculate according to this. And Based then she on that, she had to end up paying. I was like, "All right, bitch, you, you." But that's why I love her. Like she, like it really 
because it, it it was what I like about that show is it's so eye opening to me. I don't know where to catch it because it is low budget. So I don't. It's not like a you know Judge Maybelline or Judge Joe Mathis, right? So I'm like, it must be like a YouTube or a real circuit court or something. Because I'm like, I want to catch it because what I love about it is it really puts into perspective the the cost of children, right? Because like a lot of them are paying five hundred dollars a month for insurance for like healthcare, and it's like that's a lot of money. It just shows the like inequities that are that have Kids to be paid are not for. in my future at all i i am happy being the uncle that can like take you on the weekend feed mm-hmm. you take you to a convention whatever like i can save up for our experiences but like i can barely take care of myself let alone taking care of another human being absolutely not well what what's got me all started and irked me this week is the internet interneting again. And I don't understand celebrities going to social media to air their grievances. And it really frustrates me because especially when children, you know how I'm about children, because children are going to grow up at some point. <laughs> they are going to be able to reference because the internet is forever and see what you are doing out here in these streets. So what started as Black China kind of airing her grievances out uh, about being a single parent started a conversation with her two baby fathers who are just as famous as her if not you know possibly famous between the rapper Tyga and the forgotten Kardashian Rob used to be so right um i mean that's your business uh so china shares a 9 year old son king with tyga and a 5 year old daughter dream with rob and on, I think it was like last week, she tweeted about having to give up three of her vehicles and being a single mom with no child support. Now, the fathers didn't like that because they obviously pay something, right? And so moments after, they both went on to, I think, the Shade Room. Uh, well, I saw it on the Shade Room, but they posted the tweets, the tweets, right? And so Tyga hopped into the, con- excuse me, Rob first hopped into the the comments he said i paid thirty-seven thousand a year for my daughter's school i handle every single medical expense i pay for all her extracurricular activities i have my daughter from tuesday through saturday why would i pay child support lol first of all like i said i understand you're probably upset with your baby mama because you may not have the best relationship i don't personally feel that you should air your grievances even if she's complaining y'all should keep that you know in-house not on social media Tyga's dumbass comes out and was like, he was like, yo, I pay 40 a year for my son's school and he lives with me Monday through Saturday. Why would I pay child support? LOL. And then said, like, which doesn't make sense because, again, Tyga doesn't live. I mean, he's in LA all the time. Same with Rob. But I I don't even want to get started because, first of all, y'all are cousins and siblings at the same time, which is a little odd. So we're not going to go there. But it's like, and then Tyga goes to Rob, hey, how you pay $3,000 less? Let me know the plug. Again, from what y'all are both telling me, from your, your own, I'm going to be like the judge of support court. Y'all both said y'all don't pay child support. So why would you want to pay less for your child's extracurricular activities, a.k.a. school and all the other quote unquote necessities? This is what I don't appreciate. Your children are not a dollar figure. Like, baby mama piece aside, y'all are both fucking fathers, and y'all think it's a joke to be like, I paid this amount of money. And it's just, 
maybe I'm just a little sensitive, but it just feels a little. I don't know. It just feels a little uh, scammy to me that y'all are out here just like, oh, I'm spending this on you. Get over it. I mean, they all sound like horrible people. Like the 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 focus is on the money that is being spent and not the child in question. Yeah, it's just frustrating. I just i i i pray for these. I'm interested to see how these kids, you know, all the little people that I've kind of gotten to know on keeping up with the Kardashians through the years. You know, I do feel there is going to be some trauma there, and it's going to be interesting to see how Dream is uh, treated versus like King, which is Tiger's son versus like Kylie's children. You know what I mean? Like I'm interested to see like are they going to be considered Kardashians all of them or will there be some um you know, some hidden racism well, out there in these streets. He's not, but he's associate I'm Maybe. saying like he dated he dated Kylie. uh Kylie technically. But he I mean, yes, it is him and China's baby. Did he date it's a whole mess over there. China he dated Kylie first. Excuse me. He dated China first. China and Kim were BFFs. And then he moved on from uh, China to her sister. And then she fucked her brother. Her best brother. She did. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Right. You see? the? You see? Very convoluted. It's a very, very interesting family tree, to say the least. Well, that's just that a mess. That's a mess. But with that being said, she ain't bring nothing. 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 You got some tea. You got some gossip. Let me know. What is it? I So, you know, like I said, I'm about to be traveling this week. And um, I picked up some magazines because I'm not going to pay the extra fee that they be trying to pay in the, in the airport. See, I, I am fruit. <laughs> They I'm sorry. Print magazine. Yes, fool. You go get them at the grocery store. Have you been to a grocery store? You just get. You just so rich. You get everything delivered. No, I go to the corner store. They don't have anything at <laughs> the corner store. Oh yeah, at a normal grocery store, um, they come up. Yep. So I happened to pick up Vanity Fair, and it was like Tyler Perry was in it, whatever. And so while I was waiting, it had like a little QR code where you can go on to the to like I guess he did a lie detector test or whatever like you know how they do and um where do I, I don't even know how to say this without it being shady but Tyler Perry confesses that he uses his Medea voice during sex what the, I, well I'm just I'm just telling you he says sometimes once occasion Okay, during sex. Of course, this clip on it, you know, like I said, the clip has made its rounds. And I was like, I thought it was fake as, for, uh, as fuck, but it's not. Um, and I'm going to play a clip. Do you ever accidentally use Medea's voice in conversation? Never. <clears throat> no. Sometimes. Once. On occasion. Okay, during sex. Thank you, yeah, yeah. So, sorry. <laughs> Is that your hello face? 
That was Heller. Heller. That was Heller face. I, again, I feel, I'm so confused because I'm so I can't imagine. I, I, you I, go first. I just can't imagine being in the throes of passion with him and then Madea coming out. That would kill it for me. Like, no, get off of me. <laughs> well, I was thinking like is he is is she tickling her? Like, I'm trying to like imagine where would that come in? Like, I'm all for role play, right? Like, okay, let's let's get some rope, let's get some 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 whips and not whips and chains. Oh shit, I'm talking about Jacob. That sounds weird. Uh, you know, uh, blindfold or do some feather shit. Like, okay, no, whatever. No, that's, that's How? Right. If you blindfold me and then the Madea bus comes out, absolutely not. <laughs> but I was like, I'm I'm trying to understand like where it would come into like sexy. Like, is that the foreplay or like when he in it does she pop up like? When does she pop out? <laughs> or can he not control it Maybe anymore? When he climaxes. <laughs> Hello. And it's just like, Hello. <laughs> I was like, after I heard that, I was like, I know he about he's bullshitting, but you know how they say there's truth in jokes? Yeah. So I was like, yeah, he could be joking, but I was like, something about that just does to me sound so I don't know, all over the place. I don't even have anything else to do with that. I, absolutely not. Well, I just wanted to again get your get your thoughts. Dude. So if you don't have any, if I, hello, I, I, I'm gonna keep putting little clips of hello. No, absolutely hello. not. <laughs> I would kick your ass off of me. Get off of me and leave. But maybe like. May, Maybe they would have like a, a foot rub and Heller comes out. No. Don't touch me. I'm no, no. You don't want Big Medea? If it is not her kink, then I don't want to hear it. Like, if, if she's into that, then that's I mean, one I... thing. But, like, if, if, like, I know for me, if I was the partner, no. Because that, right. end, that ends my immersion immediately. I don't want, I don't want anything to do with it. I just need a little something sweet. I got myself a little candy tonight. So, um, this week, I have two things for something sweet. Something that just, like, makes me feel good. And I have to, I have to, um... Madea's voice? <laughs> um, I have to preface this by saying that I have not seen the first two movies. However, two movies mm-hmm. set photos from Creed three have come out. Showing okay, Michael B. Jordan and Jonathan Majors, and they look so fucking good. Like I love a brown skinned man. With their muscles just glistening in the sunlight, and I know this movie is just about them fighting because it's like it's a box. It's like mm-hmm. you know the spinoff of Rocky Creed with the sun. Yes, I'm aware. I, you don't have to tell me with Creed. I know what Creed but, is about. You unfortunately I, don't know. I mean, 
you ain't seen the first two movies. After seeing these set photos with these two beautiful men, I might have to just go back and watch them beat beat each other. I mean, I know Jonathan Majors isn't in the first two, but damn. Get your life together. Uh, So the second thing that I I just wanted to bring to your attention, because I don't know if you were aware, um, but season three of Black Lady Sketch Show is coming out, and I didn't know if you felt the same way that I did. I felt that first season was amazing, hilarious. The best of the best. Season two didn't quite hit the same way because it was mm-hmm. missing Quinta. And all those seasons did not yeah, have Quinta in it either. Um, from what I've seen so far, it looks like it's, it's going to be really good. And I'm really excited to see what what uh, what happens. Was there a trailer that rele- was released? I don't think there was a trailer. Oh, there is like a, a teaser. Um, that was really, but I saw like I mean I follow Robin Beatty on socials everywhere, and she like uh, posted like a, a screenshot of like the, the the poster, and then she was just like commenting on the the looks in the poster, and I was like, oh okay, it looks it looks like it's gonna be kind of funny, so I'm excited to see what they have going this this season, and then they have a lot of a lot of guests coming back actually. I saw Bob the Drag Queen. Um, who else I see? I can't remember, but it looks like it's gonna be really fun. Be I saw her on t- on TikTok and she posted one of those videos where it's like, they are these filters are they are getting out of hand. They are getting out of hand. And she's like, look at that. And she's like, oh, that's just my face. <laughs> she's such a bitch. <laughs> I love her. Oh my god. The things that made me smile this week and I think are wonderful is uh, it's both about Lizzo. Lizzo has a new show called Watch Out for the Big Girls. Watch Out for the Big Girls um, on Amazon Prime, which is all about making sure, like, getting dancers and things of all sizes um, up and running. It just premiered. I think it premiered at the early of end of last week. Um, and there's only supposed to be, like, 10. There's 10. It's a normal reality TV show contest about, like, 10 women moving into a house, uh, working out every day. Think of it like making the band mixed with So You Think You Can Dance. Um, and you're going to have a ton of guest people there, but I think it's it's very exciting to kind of see her in this new light for her. The other thing that is Lizzo-related that I thought was interesting is she is not a stop. She's continuing to, like I said, expand her brand beyond music. And she's actually going to give Kim Kardashian a little run for her money. And she's actually, she is actually releasing a brand new line of size inclusive shapewear, and uh, and it's called Yitty. I don't know if that stands for anything. Yitty, Y-I-T-T-Y. I think that's how you say that. Um, she said that that was what people used to call her uh, during her childhood, and it's again going to be from extra small all the way up to six X. Um, and she she kind of was telling, I think it was Paper Magazine, that instead of thinking about size in the linear way, we're thinking about it in a spectrum where everyone's included. It's not high, it's not low, it's not big, it's not small. It's just your size. I was constantly being told through TV and magazines that my body wasn't good enough. And in order to be considered acceptable, I had to inflict some sort of pain upon to fit in this archetype of beauty. Um, so yeah, I think it's it's technically a brand under Fabletics, which I think is, you've seen Kate Hudson do, I think we've also seen Kelly Rowland do. 
Um, and it should, it, it, it seems like she's trying to do a tr- uh, blend between Fabletics and Savage Fenty because it's like you can do a, uh, they have prices for, they range from like $14.95 all the way up to $70. Um, yeah, and I just, I'm excited to kind of see women of all sizes find something that works for them, especially when their mission sur- is really surrounded by the idea of emphasizing and celebrating the natural body, right? I think so many women, like, I think of women in my family and things like that that are, I don't want to say hiding or anything like that, but really going out there and encouraging themselves, encouraging people to love themselves for who they are. It's the same thing we went through with the natural hair movement, and now we're going through the body positivity movement. And I just hope more people will come out and, you know, support. So, I think that's great. I think um, just like everything that Lizzo does, you know, trying to live her life and be positive to people, there's going to be a backlash against it for some reason. Of course. You know, she's been pretty, really good about living in her own skin and being a positive role model for other people. So I support it and I can't wait to see it. And who knows, maybe I'll get one too. I know. Never. I mean, that's what Savage Fenty, Savage Fenty, uh, I'm part of their VIP membership. It was women's clothing only at first. And then they finally started getting me. And I got a few robes. I got some, 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 all kinds of underwear and, and slippers and shit. That bitch don't play. She makes you feel like, all right, so I can't wait to see what Lizzo does, and I'm here to keep rooting for her. Well, if, I think that's all we have for this week. Uh, I hope you enjoyed everything, right. and see us back next week for the next episode of Come yes. to the Cookout. Well, thank y'all for joining us for another episode of Come to the Cookout. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Come to the Cookout. If you have any questions, you can email us at come to the cookout at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Tizom Van Cleef. That's T-I-Z-O-M-V-A-N-C-L-I-E-F. How about you, Brooklyn? And you can find me on all socials at Brooklyn, like the city, Gabbana, like the designer. You are always invited to our cookout. Now y'all come back now, you hear?